You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Oh, happy Monday. So, this weekend was kind of garbage, wouldn't you say? I would. I would. I mean, I know that... Like, just the whole week, honestly, mm-hmm. like, could have just been skipped altogether. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to... I know this isn't technically video game related. Well, it's not video game related at all, but I just wanted to talk about uh, Chadwick Boseman and that one-two punch yeah. in the face that that was. That's rough. Because I'm just picking up my phone and then this headline comes up and I was just floored because... That's, yeah. I like, mean, come on. That, it just came out of nowhere, yeah. yeah. I mean... It's it, it was one of those. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. It was just like I I couldn't even wrap my head around it, and I I'm glad I wasn't the only one too, because I noticed yeah. there were that, that was a, a common thread amongst people who actually knew him. Right. You know, they didn't know what was going on. He kept his cancer kept hidden it. for four years. I know. I just. I was floored when I when I saw what it was mm-hmm. because they're yeah he kept it very close to the vest and intentionally it seems like I mean he just didn't want that news out there and and what what a what a, a human being to think that he was going to burden other people like that because why wouldn't you tell anyone unless you felt like I don't want I don't want to burden anyone with this I don't want to make people worry or anything like that. I just, I'm not going to say anything, but yet goes to hospitals and visits yeah. children with cancer. And <laughs> and just even like watching the video when he got choked up about the, the, the kids who weren't even able to catch black Panther, you know, because yeah. of a visit he had gone to them. And it's just what an amazing human. Yeah. he He's, I mean, I, like I said, I'm I'm speechless because this guy was was a champ beyond belief. I mean, he was just such a great human being yeah. that deserves so much. And why why is it that the best of us their lives are cut short? I'll never understand. That. I won't either. This is it's it's one of those things that makes me angry because he was one of the greatest. By far. I mean, if you didn't believe it before, give me a reason not to believe it now. And then all those people who shamed him for losing weight. Damn you for for making assumptions. You don't know what someone's going through. It's really a horrible thing that we've got kind of going on that that 
it's so easy for people to want to make some sort of snap judgment on on one thing without having any clue with what's going on and never taking into mind that what they would be going through. Mm-hmm. This is why we keep saying, just be kind to each other. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And just because you haven't walked their shoes doesn't mean we can't try to understand and be empathetic and at least understand another side. I just, I really wish we could be more kind. Because, yeah, when I, I didn't realize that, the, that, that those memes were going on. I guess I just don't run in the circles that would have shared those mm-hmm. hateful things. So when I was seeing it after the fact, I... I, I I hope every one of you who created that is just feeling like complete and utter I, garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, there was no word to really convey how strongly I felt about that in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I just lost the thread, but I mean, I'll even admit there was, there was a noticeable difference uh, from movies. Let's just say from uh, Avengers Infinity War to Endgame. And I know he was only in Endgame at the v- the very end, but when you saw him walking out of the portal, I could tell he had lost weight. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked s- much more slender than I remembered. And it just, it, it caught me off guard, but I wasn't going like, what is he doing losing all this right. weight? You, know, you got to keep in shape if you're going to be a superhero. I, I didn't, right. it just, it did catch my eye, but... I didn't make any snap judgments or assumptions. I was just like, huh, okay. Yeah, like, what's that about? But but I didn't, but I guess at the same time, I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, he's got to be sick. It, it never crossed my mind. Yeah. I was just like, okay, you know. I, we do tend to think that way, too, of just like our celebrities and those who are in the public eye and everything like that. We just feel, oh, they're rich, they're big, they're this, they're the other, and they're invincible to certain things. And it just never occurs to certain people that life is happening to these human beings too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, they're hu- I mean, they're, they're people just like us mm-hmm. and, and they have problems just like us. Everybody out there, if you pay attention to someone who, who might be saying something, uh, but not maybe in the most uh, blunt of terms, uh, they're, they're usually saying something that could be a cry for help. And you, you might not even know it. So always pay attention to your friends, even if, you know, you might be like, well, what is this about? You don't know what they're going through. Don't don't ever assume the worst or the, right. you know, or you know it's, what I'm trying to say. It just always seems to be that knee-jerk reaction where we just automatically assume they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that seems to be our first knee-jerk reaction. If you get mad, oh, well, it's because you're blah, blah, blah. And it's like that has nothing you're making you're putting words in my mouth and trying to shove a narrative out there that like you have no way of backing up these claims you know but you you're convinced and that's all that matters sure so yeah i just i wanted to touch on that because the man was was beautiful and and kind and just the best of us absolutely And, and absolutely i just i hate that we've lost someone that magnificent. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like this year just keeps taking too much. Yeah. <laughs> what, why? We're all, we're all, we're all pretty worn down at this point. Like, yeah, that, that one was just like, Jesus, I mean, 2020 can go fuck itself. It really can. And cancer can too. Mm-hmm. And if you are able and can 
let's donate to the cause and, and, and try to eradicate this awful, horrible thing that just keeps taking people way too young. Mm-hmm. It just, it's horrible. Yeah. <sighs> but to shift gears, oh because I, I know that, but I know a lot of you didn't come here for this. No, but I, I, these, these two universes go hand in hand, mm-hmm. I think with like these kinds of films and gamers and, I just, my heart goes out to the the friends and family and to all the fans that are hurting. Like, it's okay. You may not have known him personally, but it's okay. And allow yourself that time to just grieve. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hurts. Whether you knew them or not, it hurts. And we get it. And just allow yourself that time and don't let anyone tell you you're being silly just because it was some actor or something that you didn't know. They can touch your lives in ways that you don't even realize until things like this happen. And and that's absolutely true because it, the reaction I had, it it was, it was one of shock. Like I'd lost a family member of some sort, you know, Mm -hmm. or or, or a close friend because it was just like, I I couldn't. And, and, and like you said, it's, it's okay. Like, it, it, it's one of those odd uh, situations where you're so removed from the situation when you really think about it. It's like, why am I reacting like this? Well, because he did something for me. Yeah. You know? He evoked emotions in yeah. you. caused you to feel things. So It just enjoyed the crap out of his work. So it brought you joy. It did amazing content. Right. And it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. It really is. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Absolutely not. So yeah, um, but we'll we'll move on from that. I did I did want to kind of on the flip side. I know it's going to be an odd segue, but I don't know what else to do. I mean, it, it was yeah, going to be strange regardless. It's one of those days. It might be a stranger podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, um, there was an announcement this week, uh, not video game related, but uh, our content related in a, in a manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, show that I did, and and Lace was actually a part of the second season of it. Uh, yes, is coming to Amazon Prime Man Cave. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it on this show yes. before, not in great detail, mind you, but we we have mentioned it a time or two. And and Todd uh, was also the practically the main star of the show, if you right. being honest. Our our missing brother. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's coming to Amazon Prime. So if you are a Prime Video subscriber, on, on September 4th, both seasons will be available. Again, if you've never seen it and, and you've got Amazon Prime, it'll be there. You can search it. should be the first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see it on there yeah. because it feels very professional. Right. You know, validation and, finally for some right. hard work that you've put out there for so long. Yeah. Plus, plus when you compare it to YouTube, and, and this is actually one of the main reasons I was happy to get it on Amazon, um, was because I feel like there's a new audience or there's a different audience. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've argued this is, is, is kind of my point. My parents, my father specifically is who I keep thinking of, but my parents, they don't watch YouTube. They, mm-hmm. they don't really seem to know what it is. They know it's a place where you watch videos, but it's not where you watch TV shows and things right. like that. It's just, it's that video platform. They don't use it. Right, yeah. But I know they use Amazon Prime. They have all the, they've got the Fire Stick and all that stuff. So they know that's where they can get all their content mm-hmm. gathered into one spot. So 
I've eliminated the YouTube part of it and says, well, what if I can just put it on a platform that's right here that you're already using mm-hmm. and, and it's there, accessible. And most people do have probably yeah. at this point if you have the internet. Plus, I mean, all y'all order offline all day, every day. Don't even tell me you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, one of the, the great things about this platform versus something like YouTube is on YouTube, you just have your videos that come through your feed, and then that's that, and you'll you'll never see them again. Versus Amazon, everything's broken down into season. Everything's broken down like it should be. And you can hit add to your watch list, and it's there in your list at all times. So it's Absolutely. part of your library. So if you ever want to watch it, there it is. It's and it's a nice quick watch. It's not like you did two hour episodes mm-hmm. or anything like that. You got ten minutes, twenty minutes. It's a nice quick, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Foolery and And I, I would honestly say that um I think the first season I've actually clocked this, it would take about ninety minutes of your time to watch the first season. Well, there you go. I mean that's not bad. Not even as long as you'd sit down to a movie these days. Yeah. And I will say that I did kind of run through uh, the first two episodes last night just to kind of do some testing because mm-hmm. this this wouldn't have been possible. Let me let me explain that. This wouldn't have been possible without Lace. I say that what? because <laughs> there were some hoops that I had to go through just to ensure that it got on there and Lace was kind enough to create the closed captions for the show, make them appropriately fancy and proper and i I didn't have the time i was like this is gonna take forever so she was gracious enough to help me get all this very happy to do so and it yeah it got it 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 helped get it on the platform so much faster so thank you thank you so much my pleasure my pleasure i'm i'm glad i was able to be useful for a couple of weeks (laughs) i tell you you know i do i do believe in your work man and i hope you're able to just do more, especially now you've learned things. You've probably mm-hmm. got different tricks and, and tips and stuff from since seven years ago. And I, and I, and I hope you're afforded the opportunity to be able to create some more. And if nothing else, maybe even another season of man cave that people could watch, you know? I mean, it's, it's something that's the story's there. I'll just say that. I remember the, us kind of like talking about it like yeah. a while ago. Yeah, I think I think we got a little derailed because there was a lot going on. Things were going on, mm-hmm. and then my shift focus or my focus. See my words, man. We're gonna have like, a day, guys. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a day. <laughs> but my focus shifted to Super Mega Crash Adventures mm-hmm. because it was a little bit more manageable, and I thought, well, let, let me let me see what I can do with this for a while. And so you don't now have to rely on like twelve other people to be available at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> So, I'm still thinking about what to do for a third season because I would like some some plot threads to be wrapped up. Absolutely, especially yeah. the lingering <laughs> little, uh, little cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. So Even just I'm like, come on, man! What what, what happens? I'm not going to mm. tell you guys because you're going to have to go watch it. But you're going to be like, okay, now what? I want to know. I want to yeah. know. So they, they, I mean, we, I would love to have that resolved, and I know it's been, we're almost coming back up on four years, which is how long it took between season one and two. So yeah, it might might be time. We're about on time. You know? Yeah, we're about <laughs> what on you're time. Saying? Come next year. We really like to draw out the suspense, mm-hmm. you know. But also, while I'm talking about Superman Crash Adventures, really quickly, I wanted to also give another shout out 
to Adjective Beaver. Oh my God! For yeah. helping, he he sped up a process. Because, oh my again, God! I am like so impressed that I still can't get over it. He probably thinks I'm being such an idiot for being so impressed about it. But like, what? No, no, no. So, so <laughs> here's here's the here's the rundown with Lace helping me again with the with the captions. Uh, for for that, I was just like, hey, so if you want to help me out with something else. Mm-hmm. So in the episode I'm trying to work on right now, there were a lot of files that I needed. Like, like 2,000, if, I, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it, it was a lot. I, was I, a lot. I don't I, she's probably not exaggerating. I know. I, I know. Oh, no, I watched it as a one of the Dropbox. Wow. Oh, my God. I kept clicking it. For me, I have fiber internet. It took 45 mm-hmm. minutes to upload to you. So that ought to tell you right there. It was a lot of books. Okay. <laughs> so. Like, I laughed. You have no idea when I finally saw how many there were. Just how long I had to laugh maniacally to myself. So I knew as I was asking her to help me with this because... A little trick of the trade that I've been trying to do with a lot of this stuff is, you know, I'll have these, since it's pixel art, it's easier to manage it in smaller forms and then make larger files out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing, you know, early on trying to understand this craft and try to figure out what's best and easiest for me to do what I do. Mm-hmm. But then I had all these files that were, I mean, they were already pre-done, right? you know, pre-made, Um they just needed to be larger so I could kind of manage them a little easier. But there were so many. But in a good way. It, so many that the, the animation is going to be fluid and options. it's going to be nice. Right. Yeah, it's going to look and great. That's, yeah, that's what I need because you you have no idea how many files I have for our characters. Just, I'm getting just, a better idea now. Yeah. <laughs> I just, mean, I'm just, getting a better idea now. Just to have As I've been helping with the process, I'm like super impressed with you now too, because I was like, holy crap, like I already was that you were Mm -hmm. teaching yourself this and those four episodes look so freaking amazing already. But when you started handing me all this different stuff, I'm like, oh my God, this is why it's taking him a while. He's got like real life and all of this. (laughs) Like, how the crap? And and what's (laughs) funny is as I'm kind of animating, there might be something I don't have. Mm -hmm. So I'll think of... Like, as I'm watching it, as I'm watching it kind of unfold and how I'm saying something, you're saying something and everything. And I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool if we did like this or that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just I need to create that. And how am I going to do that? And sometimes it's not as easy as just, you know, moving a pixel or two. It's actually, okay, well, I've got to create something entirely new or I've got to adjust something. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a movement in the last episode that I finished that I had not created for your character, and you might know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because, you know, there was a <laughs> yeah, motion yeah. that you did, and I was just like... Like, my oh. characters never had to, like, turn a certain way or anything yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was just kind of looking at it going, how am I going to do that? And I wanted to be very precise about it because I didn't want it to... That's a, that's the other thing about this. Trying to, to maintain the structure of the 8-bit art... And the characters without making it look weird. Right. Like early on as I was trying to get like more emotion out of my character, I remember my arms got like insanely long and it just looked really weird. And I was like, no, 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 no. A stretch said, gotta, strong work going on there. Yeah. I was just like, okay, so we've got to narrow this in. We've got to figure out what's the limit and, and what's appropriate for that. So same here is there was an adjustment to your movement. And I was like, so I've got to do this in just the right way that it doesn't make you look 
weird or off or, you know, yeah. freaky. Like it fits the scene and the scenario and everything. Right. Yeah. And it, it worked out. So, again, in working all this stuff out, had all these frames, all needed to be done. Probably 2,000, like she said, <laughs> was a lot. But I yeah. was just like, I this is going to take forever. Yeah. You know, so if you could work on this, I'll do this. And she started digging into it. And she's like, dude, this is going to take forever. I was like, I know, right? I was like, I was like two hours in. And I was like, I've got to be about through this folder, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I scrolled down and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I kept scrolling and it wouldn't stop. And I went, oh, my God. That's what I messaged you. I'm like, I don't know when you think I'm going to be able to get you these. But like, dude, <laughs> there are so many pictures in here. And and I don't know if I'll use all of them that was what? anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know if I was going to use them all anyway, but it was just like, if I, I've got them if I need them. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Sometimes I'll create extra frames that I don't even need for, for one of our characters. I'm like, well, it's there if I do. Mm-hmm. So I'll come back to it. But she but I found- guess cue me complaining to Beaver. <laughs> yeah. Lace- I actually did. I sent him a message. I'm like, dude, you've got to hear this next little thing that, that Steven's given me to do. And I was just telling him like, so the only way he knows how to do it is to do it this way and that way and, and everything. And I was like, holy crap, man, if he has to do this every time, now I'm understanding like why everything's, you know, taking a while since he's a solo person doing this whole thing. And then in like two and a half hours, mm-hmm. I didn't know if you wanted to reveal what it was or not, but he, he created a program. That yeah. did the job for us in like a split 30 second. seconds. Yeah. It was. In two hours. He's a programmer. In two hours, he sends me this file. Go, hey, try this. And I'm like, what? Because I did go back and forth with him a little bit. I'm like, dude, that sounds like asking a lot of you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know how long it takes to make programs or anything like that. But I'm like, that sounds like it's an awful lot. You know, literally two hours. Yeah. Two hours. And and you you have no idea the amount of time he saved us. Blink of an eye, everything's done. Like probably weeks. Oh yeah. You know what? I, like weeks, because how long? I I'm sure it would have taken me at least well over a week to get all of that done, and yeah. then whatever you need to do. <laughs> like oh, wow. because I mean, right now, even even what I have to do, because I didn't even think about this uh, as far as long term, creating certain movements because our characters that's the one thing i do actually do ahead of time is if our characters are running or or doing some kind of motion or anything like that i'll go ahead and create a file that that happens but when Mm -hmm. it when it comes to dialogue or anything like that it's not as easy to kind of keep the mouths moving at at the proper pace you know what i mean so that's that's where i don't actually do any kind of pre-rendering animation but our our movements or anything like that i do Okay. So these characters are already kind of they I mean they're very very active. Yeah, they are. So I've gone I've gone ahead and started to create some of these movements. So if it's a punch or a kick or a run or a walk. See, look at that. You'd still be waiting on me, I guarantee oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. Like I would have been able to give you maybe like a few hundred by now, but like yeah. But yeah, I mean this is already allowing me to kind of set these up so I have them if I need them. Dude is a I mean, he's Genius. a godsend. Yeah. I mean, like, it, I was so impressed. I was just so impressed because when I put it in there and it was like, he's like, it might take a little bit of time for it to process all of them. I'm like, what are you talking about? The list says it's done. Like, mm. you hadn't even finished sending me that message before because I was like, let's test. Yeah. Threw it. Kept the quality and everything. Like It did. Because I, I went through them and compared and checked and I was like, this is, oh, my God. Oh, my right. God. 
Oh my god! Like not enough could be said at how like amazed and impressed and grateful. Yeah. So if you I, see if you see his name pop up in the credits, you know you'll know why, because this man say and and not only that but just think if we run into this problem again, problem solved. Boom. Boom. Right. I told him I'm like sell this thing, dude. You don't know. <laughs> like sell it as an app or something. I don't know. If I if there I might have be to people looking anything, for this, I don't know. Yeah. If Maybe I, I shouldn't to, even say anything. People will be like, where do I get it? And I'm like, you'll have to buy it from him. I'm not yeah. gonna tell him. Give it out for free. <laughs> I mean, if I have to do this again, yeah, what, uh, for, for anything, I've got I've got a time saver right there. Yep. So I can just thank you so much. Keep it man. simple. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you just if you could see his face right now. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, really- I, I put it in action. I I, I wanted to, to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. So because like I I was blown away. I'm like, dude, just try it. Just I don't care what you got. Because I mean, I just I took. One of the folders that I had, the one that I sent you, and I was like, let me see how this works. Popped it in there, hit the button, boom, done. Done. I was like, what like happened? A thousand, like, I think the one file had about 1,200 in it. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Yeah. I, two hours it took me to do about 100 or so of them. I thought I thought maybe I missed something because I was like, it, did it, what did it, did it do? A thing? Did it do anything? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it did. It was already done. <laughs> So yeah, we're just we're heaping praise on on Beaver. We've talked about him. He, yeah, he likes he's just to such a good guy. He's just yeah. such a good guy. I've I I mean I'm very I'm very blessed to have met him. Mm, like absolutely. you both. There's one thing I could say from out of streaming. I've met some fantastic freaking people that have surrounded me, and I don't deserve it. But I'm very thankful for for those who have. Nah. I wouldn't have met you. Yeah, I know. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so thank you. And if if yeah. if I hadn't have spoken up, because that's always been one of my problems, not to talk and chat. <laughs> well, because I don't know if I'm going to be heard. You know, like you'll get yeah. into one of those big chat things, and you just start talking, and then there's like a hundred people talking, and you're just like, I'm going to get my, is it, ah, mm-hmm. ah, it, and then you just feel like you get lost <laughs> like, in the I chat went too fast, and it, yeah. you can too. Yeah, it's very. As a streamer, sometimes if it does move fast, it's not intentional, but sometimes it can be, especially if all y'all use the same freaking color for your name Mm -hmm. and it's about the same length. I don't know how it happens, but as a streamer, when you're staring at chat for four hours, it'll all start to bleed together, Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all. I have like six people who use purple. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, I need you all to mix it up a little bit. That was the hardest thing with me going to Mixer because it was like everyone was just blue or green if you were a mod. And it took me months to start being able to just like really read each name before the thing so I could tell who the hell was talking to me. So they need to allow avatars and things like that so you can just see Well, it doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) Well, no, not for Mixer. I just need Twitch. Oh, Twitch, yeah. Yeah, do something like that. That way you can Steal see a face. Steal that idea from Mixer. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean it was kind of neat. But, eh, who cares? Hey, yeah. uh, what have you been playing? Well, uh, starting the show! No. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know what? I started playing Fallout Shelter again on the PC. Totally mm-hmm. forgotten about it. Hey, all my people were still there. Nobody was, well, the person I sent down on a mission, whenever the hell that was, was totally dead. Mm. Um, 
But hey, you know, just started messing around with that. There's really nothing new to report. The missions were new to me, though, from the overseer. Yeah. So that tells you how long it's been since I played it. So that was kind of fun sure, yeah. uh, to get to go out and do like this little mini mission or whatever. Um, and then it's time based, though. So some of them will take like. 45 minutes to reach your destination five or six hours it just kind of depends and you can find mm-hmm. these like little bottles i guess that can speed up the process so i'll use the bottles to get there fast see how many i collect while i'm on the mission and decide whether i'm just gonna like shut it down and come back tomorrow for them to come home right. um and uh messed around with the sims a little bit more there's a couple new mods that came out to add more uh like interesting things so i've been checking that out but the one i definitely do want to mention <laughs> Is uh, I, I played Karen, the Outrage Simulator oh that was God. released this week by Vagabond Dog. You, I've talked about their games here before, the Always Sometimes Monsters and Sometimes Always Monsters, which were also fantastic games. This was one that they kind of just created over the last few months. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not going to win awards or anything like that, but... The tomfoolery is 10-10, and I had such a good time. I'm not going to lie. I had so much fun with it. Now, I, I, I've i seen how some people have been reacting back and forth with it, blah, 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 whatever. But, um, I mean, the game's fairly short. They're not asking a ton from you. I think it was like $3. And the situations are hilarious and, of course, over dramatic for the sake of comedy. But you actually play Karen, a Karen. Which the icon looks like. Do you remember the John and Kate plus eight people? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kate. Okay. Remember when she got like the real spiky haircut with the real mm. log in the front and she just kind of became their mascot? Well, right. she's like the main character. You know, like the the, the likeness, let's say. Gotcha. Likeness. Um, and your job is to go into different places of business and try to get your way. Like a like your typical Karen would. So you go into the coffee shop and you order some ridiculous long drawn out order, you know, mm-hmm. and they get one thing wrong. Now, how are you going to get your free coffee, Karen? <laughs> and they have like three different bars, how you could wear down whoever the worker is, like either their patience or their indifference, you know. And then Karen has her own freak out meter. You don't want to fill the freak out meter because then she just causes a huge scene and no one's going to get anywhere, right? So you got to balance those two things to get what you want as a Karen, but also, you know, not be on the news. So it, I, I, I don't want to say much more than that because I honestly think you should just throw the three bucks at it and go play it and just, just lean into it and have fun. Don't think it too much. Don't try to politicize it. Don't do anything like that. I've seen people try to do it. Like, it's just fun. If you're taking offense to it, maybe do some inner reflection as to why. (laughs) Um, And then outside of that, just have fun. It was a lot of fun. I just acted it out, got crazy and all this stuff, which added so much more fun to me. And uh, I recommend it. I mean, it's not going to take you long to finish it. The concept is funny. And I think the way they did it was just it, it, it was it was a good time. It was a good time for what it was. It sounds hilarious. Well done, Vagabond Dog, again. Like, they're good people, man. They make Mm. really good little games. So, yeah. I've already seen, like, it floating around the Twitterverse. Like, who made this game? You know, and all (laughs) this kind of stuff, you know. And I'm like, you screen captured the Steam page. The developer's name's right there. You know, like, if this was for clicks, fine. But, like, reword that. You literally put it in your own message. Um, So, yeah, I recommend it. It was fun. 
but yeah, that's about all I, I have been playing this week. Okay. Trying to get all the other stuff that needs to be done done this week. <laughs> but how about you? Have you had time to do any games? Not really. Nah. I did. I, I did kind of. I don't know. I just. I guess I'm just trying to power through Far Cry Three. Not that it's a slog or anything like that. It's just. It's what I've been playing. So when I do have mm-hmm. a moment to play a game, or I just need to take a moment to take a break from everything else. That's just, I just pick it up and just start going back to what I'm doing, which is absolutely nothing. I'm just wandering around, taking down facilities. and, eh, and You're playing it and having yeah, fun, whatever you want to do doing with it. whatever I'm doing. I did forget, though, uh, there were crocodiles in the game. And oh. I, I probably shouted very loud because I walked into the water like I was swimming out of this cave. Mm-hmm. And I was looking around. I was like, "All right, I'm I'm free." And I walked right into the water, and all of a sudden, it was like, Arr! and it was like, "Ah, what is that?" <laughs> a little jump scare you weren't expecting. Yeah. So, <sighs> screw that alligator or yeah. crocodile or whatever the hell it was. I didn't whatever, like it. Whatever. Yeah. I was. I was a big I, lizard. Yes. Because I already don't wrong. like, and they're few and far between. But I still don't like that they're there. Is there snakes in the game? And oh, I don't no. like snakes in a game because no. you just be walking around. All of a sudden, you hear <sighs> no, <sighs> and I'm just like I clinch up because I can't see it. My I just like have you have like you, you just... would in real life. I'm like oh, where where where? <laughs> because I mean, have you ever clinched up that hard that everything just <sighs> sucks up oh, back in you? Where you lost like six inches of your height? Yeah, yeah you're I mean, just like. <laughs> And I know it's there, and you can hear it. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, where are you? And I have the biggest gun possible to shoot this little snake. But it's there, and I want to kill it mm-hmm. because it's it's in my area. It's in my vicinity, and I don't want it there. Right. I'm going to kill the snake. <laughs> but that's, I mean, they're few and far between, kind of like the, the crocodiles, but still don't like them because the moment I hear it, I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, I do this. I'm like, damn it. No, no, I just wanted to get through this one thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I haven't really played a lot. But I do, I do want to mention this, uh, something I have been kind of underwinding on. And this is this is something you have uh, brought me on to. Mm-hmm. I've, I've fallen in love with uh, the pitch meetings. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> I've gotten the hubs addicted to it, mm-hmm. too, which brings a joy to my heart. Yeah. It, uh. It's so... Hilarious. He's so clever. Yeah. yeah. And he and it's everything he points out as a flaw in a movie <laughs> is 100% legitimate. And you didn't even think about it. It was like, holy crap, you're right. Well, why did they do that? I don't know. I don't Fair know. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and it's, it's always those great. It, I mean, that's what it has to be. It's like you don't. Someone's got to point it out. Right. And then you're just like, why is this? I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> and you just keep going. I'm going to need you to get all the oh. way off of my back on all this one. All right. Road, I'm okay? going to get right off, off of that thing. <laughs> There's just so many memes you can do now. Yeah. Though. Or something is tight. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes it's good and it's like, ah, I don't say that. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. He's yeah. great. Yeah. I, we probably watched all of them now that I've discovered it. Like, we just started clicking through it. and. Mm. When the hubs got addicted, we just sat down and probably for like an hour just kept finding the MCU ones because there's so many of those and yeah. just going through it. It was great. We're still we're still whittling away at them just kind of off and on. It's like when we in the middle of something, it's like, 
I click on another one, and then we'll mm-hmm. come back. Click on another one again. Just you just get to, strangely addicted and just keep is. watching them back to back to back. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, there's a guy by the name of Ryan George. He's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He does this thing called Pitch Meeting, and all he does, is, well, he does other stuff. But the Pitch his, Meeting though is on Screen, screen Rant, Rant, yes, because he does have his own YouTube also. So just to differentiate where right. you can find Pitch Meeting, and and that stuff is good too. But the stuff, oh, yeah. the thing in particular we're talking about, it's on Screen Rant. He mm-hmm. does movie pitch meetings and then breaks down some of the uh, ludicrous There's definitely things. spoilers, so yeah. don't watch one that you haven't seen a movie to yet if you want to. Because he does usually say at the beginning, like, right. they're basically pitching the whole plot. Mm-hmm. But and, and he does warn if there's a spoiler involved. So just mm-hmm. if you see it and you don't know it, then I'd, I'd stop. Right. But, no, it's it's a very, very funny. It's probably like most of them are six or seven minutes, give or at take. Long, at the longest, at, yeah. yeah. So it's it's hilarious. It, I, I, yeah. I highly recommend it. Highly I'm recommend glad it. you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thoroughly. So I guess I should thank Mia mm-hmm. because she's the one who introduced me to him in the first place because she had like posted on Twitter one of his just skits off of his regular channel. And then mm-hmm. with the YouTube algorithm, it started showing me the pitch meetings and I've just been addicted yeah, like, well really done, solid. dude. I actually kind of hate you because of how clever you are. <laughs> but it's, it's good but that's stuff. a good thing. It's, it's a good, good thing. Stuff. Like, I just, I, 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 it's so clever. It's mm. really clever. So you want to wind us into some news? Let's do some news. Yeah. Um, I picked out a few things for Gamescom, which, as you know, this is the first year that we've done an all-digital Gamescom. So mm-hmm. thank you, Jeff Keeley and all of the teams involved in IGN and all those for putting this together. Uh, it's the first time, I guess, basically anyone could have attended Gamescom. Uh, but we won't go into a ton of detail about that yet, because like at the end of the show, we're going to kind of talk about some of the favorites and a couple of the awards that were passed out this year and, mm-hmm. and who won on the favorites and all that kind of stuff. And of course, my own personal gripes for some things, because drama. But uh, <laughs> the first one we're going to start off with today is just Ubisoft is having a rough year. Ubisoft, mm. well, I guess a rough couple of years. We're just now realizing all of this kind right. of stuff. But on top of that, uh, this week, <laughs> Ubisoft had to make an apology after the release of their trailer for the mobile game Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. While in the trailer, it is shown the raised fist, which is a cultural symbol of defiance and revolution in most countries, right? But here in the States, though, it's most recognizable currently with the the BLM movement as the Mm. power fist. Uh, Doesn't seem like all bad yet, but the problem lies is they use that same exact symbol that the BLM movement uses in Mm. their game and kind of suggests that the protesters shown in the trailer were the threat. They were the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So this, of course, didn't go over well, as most of us would expect, especially, I mean, especially now for crying out loud. I don't think that would have ever been a good idea. But Ubisoft tweeted out an apology. Of course, they did. Um, quoting imagery that appeared in the opening video sequence of Tom Clancy's Elite Squad featuring a raised fist was insensitive and harmful in both its inclusion and how it was portrayed. We have listened to and appreciate the players and the broader community who have pointed it out, and we apologize. This raised fist imagery will be removed in the next title update this Tuesday, September 1st on Android and as soon as possible on iOS. So, I, I, I mean, to me, I'm just more confused how, especially in this climate, not a single staff member, nobody, yeah. 
brought this up. Nobody caught it. Nobody saw a problem with this at all. Um, wow. Just, I don't even, I don't even know if there's more to say about it than that. Like I just, there, I would assume there's checks and balances, QA testers, all this kind of stuff. And, and I, and I, and I don't know, I could be making all of this up for all I know, but mm. I would assume that there's at least some sort of chain of command as something is coming down for approval and not a one. Yeah. Wait, I hey, wait a minute. Somebody, there, ha- there has to be some level of approval that kind of goes through before you get to the final product to say, hey, we're going to release this. Okay, cool. No matter who it is, someone's in charge who approved this and said, that's Great. cool. So at what point did they, did they have blinders on? They just did not see this one thing and say, there's something wrong about this. Anyone up to that point didn't look at that and say, there's something wrong with this. Right. You could have left the whole story the same way. Make up your own freaking symbol that has nothing to do with real life events going on right now. There always can be a bad guy in games. You don't have to keep sending this message. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't understand it, but... Uh. They're, they're losing so much credibility. Maybe they just love apology tours. I don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm not even saying that they were the most credible uh, of, of companies in recent years, but it's just, you tell me when, when you're going to make your uptick because you're sliding down the hill into a gutter right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, they are starting to do some cleaning house. It does seem... But you keep doing shit like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe were those the people checking this stuff out? I don't know. Like they, well, I mean, they weren't good people, so they need to go anyway. But man, I I hope they get their house in order. If, if, especially for like the other team that probably Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with any of this, you know, and just having to constantly ride this wave of horrible decisions that your suits keep making for you. Um. So yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, more more epic in Apple kind of stuff Uh, Uh, yeah i know but as of last week even the instant we posted our podcast news had moved so keep in mind even by the time that you listen to this it it could have moved already because by monday morning of posting that morning more info had come out uh so uh a few tidbits that we had found this week in fact uh well i already just said that i you write stuff down then you riff and then you lose your place that's my life today okay (laughs) uh so it seems that apple kind of got a little more retaliatory this week we had mentioned before that the judge had ruled Oh, no, I think that was the, the, the news that happened. Mm-hmm. That's what I would try to remember because it was so close. So th- what had happened was Apple was threatening to take all of the Unity and developer tools off of their storefront, which right. would harm smaller developers that are using the Unreal Engine. Um, the judge did rule that no, the, the developer tools and the Unreal Engine and stuff stays. Right. Perfect, in my mind. Because mm-hmm. at this point, just let the, the, the two multi-billion dollar corporations eat each other alive for all I care. Just leave the smaller independent creators who rely on this stuff alone. Like, don't bring them into your freaking stupid food fight. Um, so <laughs> that was definitely them trying to retaliate. But uh, Apple seems to have gone one step further in the fact that now this week they have removed all of Epic's games and will no longer be allowed on Apple devices. So this includes Mac 
to my surprise, because to my understanding, Mac users also use the Epic Launcher. So I'm not sure why that would be an issue at all, since you would be getting your updates from that launcher. Right. Sounds retaliatory. Although oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. If someone has a Mac, maybe if you would be kind enough to let us know how that works, because I've never used a Mac for gaming or really anything. Um, I've always been the type that never really liked Apple products. So I, I, I kind of successfully have no skin in this game personally, although I realize the, uh, the, the problem it's creating here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, so now as it sits... If you have an Apple device that sounds of any kind and we're wanting to play any games that Epic themselves have done, you're kind of SOL until something, I guess, changes within the lawsuit. Like this, uh, this feels like it's going to get drug out forever. Sweetie's mm-hmm. holding his ground. Apple's already said a million times, quit your BS and you can come back on. Or BS, I mean, depending on who you are, whether it's BS or not. I can't see actually being on Epic's side either in this case, but I realize a lot of people are. Um, They've just said, like, just adhere to our terms like you did and like you signed the contract to do and you can come back on. And they're still pretending like this is all for the consumers. So Epic's not going to back down. I think they've got themselves in too deep. So I, I could see that Epic probably didn't see all of this coming. Like, I know they baited them into a lawsuit. They absolutely wanted this to happen. They, they This was curated 100% on their own. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, the things that Apple's doing back, they, they may not have seen happening. But um, here we sit. So at least to my understanding at this point, those are the only two getting hurt right now and i'm okay with that because apple ain't getting a cut for many of epic's games epic ain't getting a cut off of any apple devices mm-hmm. i just feel bad again for the people who use these devices and actually enjoy the games sure so how consumer friendly was this i don't know i just see so many different ways they could have gone about this where it didn't have to start dragging everyone else through the mud with it but sure i'll be honest with you i am a little curious to see how this ends oh, I, yeah. mainly because this just like you like you just mentioned how it kind of came about the fact that epic tried to make a power move on apple and <laughs> weaponize their fan base against them and uh, quite well i might add i'm not i'm not trying to give them praise like i'm on their side but the fact that you turned this whole thing into a fortnite event yeah to make apple Free look fortnite. like the bad guy yeah how well, i mean god how devious do you have to be to be like look look at the bad apple like the hubris with Fortnite is real now they just thought they were too big for anyone to touch like that and i guess now they're getting a little taste Mm -hmm. but then for apple just to be like fuck you and then we're gonna take everything from you i don't know i'm just i'm curious to see how far they'll each push to just where you gonna go because if Epic didn't think Apple would go that far. How far is Epic willing to go to push this? Yeah. Like now it's just for me, it's sitting back with popcorn and seeing the last man standing at this point. Like you can argue all you want about the 30% fee with Apple. Is Mm -hmm. it too much? Sure. You know, Valve also takes 30% and everyone loves to buy off of Steam as opposed to Epic. So I just, my thought was, let's just say that, you put up a game on the Epic Store and decided you were going to put a workaround in there that cut Epic's cut out altogether. Do you for a second 
think Epic would have just been like, oh, well, you're right. It's better for the consumer and it's better for the developer that we don't get any of the money. Do you really think that? Do you really think that would happen? Mm-hmm. But here we are. So, I mean, I'm on neither of their side. Me neither. I just I'm, It's really hard for me to have empathy for either big, large corporations like that that's trying to bully everyone around. Now, would it be nice if the judge ruled that the 30% is unlawful or would they need to open up the marketplace? Sure, fine. I mean, I don't know. But um, this whole guise of it's like it's for us, you're not – maybe, but I don't for a second really believe it. I really yeah, don't. I don't either. It's about the freaking money. They want more – they don't just don't want to pay the 30%. Nobody mm-hmm. does. Sure. No. Uh, but we also had Microsoft join in. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, on Epic side. It, it, it would appear. Um, Facebook wanted to chime in as well about uh, supposedly they had asked Apple to waive the thirty percent fee on Facebook um, to help developers through the pandemic. Hopefully, recoup more money for small businesses and things like that. Supposedly, Apple did not comply with that either. Like they're sticking to it. So now it looks like Facebook might be joining in. So now it looks like Epic at least got all these people with money to start to be on their side. So this is where I'm like, how, how is this going to roll? I, I don't know. To, to play a slightly devil's advocate for Apple, to be on mm-hmm. their side, every one of these companies agreed to this 30% years ago. This is not something new. Right. They all agreed to this early on. Years ago, before all this crap happened, and now all of a sudden you're you're rethinking it because one person just decided to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. I still think it's because Epic what like is ready and waiting with some sort of storefront of their own. Like if the judge rules that like all phones have to have more than just your own storefront on mm-hmm. it, because I feel like I read that in one of the lawsuits that because like initially they weren't looking for any kind of money, right. So I was like, oh, I bet you, since they're so consumer-friendly and buy up all the exclusives and all this kind of stuff, I bet you they had some sort of, here's my storefront that you're going to have to put on your phone now. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I just, I'm, I'm really surprised that all these other companies didn't have a problem with it until someone pushed the button, even though they are bigger than Epic Games. So if you if you got a problem with it now, why didn't you have a problem with it then? That's all I'm saying. But again, I'm not on anybody's side. They can all go to hell, but just yeah. curious. <laughs> just quit hurting the actual people who are enjoying these things and trying to create on these devices. That's mm. the thing that really just irks me about the whole situation. It's consumer friendly. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to beat him in the face every time I hear that, Sweeney. I really do. <laughs> so consumer friendly. Then stop buying exclusives and let consumers decide where they want to buy the games. And again, I don't have a problem with it, but I'm like, I'm going to use your rhetoric against you. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on to another one. PS5 news. Uh, They did warn us early on. Their orders were going to be limited that the, you know, stuff happened this year to our surprise. And so (laughs) it kind of slowed down some production in some areas. So we knew this already. Um, But I'm, uh, but with COVID, uh, everything kind of took just a little bit longer for them to get parts, put everything together. So they're not making promises that a ton of units will be available at launch. So if you were super hyped for the next console, just be prepared to be bet with a registration. Re- I can't say words. Registration. Thank you. Uh-huh. That screen for the opportunity to buy it. Okay. Yep. So you're essentially signing up for the chance to get to buy. So uh, they're saying it's a first come first serve basis. I really hope they figured something out for scalpers. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, but with that said, it looks like you can register now, although uh, we still don't have a release date or a price. So if you were trying to factor that in, I got still nothing more to give you there. Um, so you can register for the opportunity and then uh, good luck, I guess, you know. I keep I keep seeing these rumors float around that it's November. And so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I head I feel like guess. it would have to be around Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Ish so. that week. And and I don't know about you. I'm sure that we're both on the same page here. Uh, with the way everything's going and as limited as they are, I think I don't want one right now. Oh no! I usually wait a while on yeah. a new tech anything. <laughs> and it's not it's not that I feel like I'm going to be upcharged or anything like that. I just I'm I'm afraid that all this pandemic stuff is going to rush production to the point where we're going to have a lot of problems and. I want to make sure that I'm getting a quality system, not one that's going to be like I'm going to be the test subject. Right. Well, think about it. We've had no conventions for them to have people to test it out on. Right. So that's a little. I, so it is a little scary. Yeah. I mean, I, I have faith that both will put out a good console. I mean, sure. crap, they've been around for so long and they've made quality stuff up until this point. Uh, but I'm just tech breaks around me. So first gen anything, I just wait until bugs and kinks are out anyway. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think especially since again, we've not been able to test or do anything like that, but, right. uh, uh, yeah, if you're super excited and absolutely want to get your hands on one, go register ASAP. Uh, let's see here. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War had some news. I have no idea anymore if this is a new game, a DLC, or what. I feel like we've had a million Black Ops ones, and I can't keep them straight. So, but you can now do War Crimes for Ronald Reagan. Oh, my <gasps> God. That is yeah. amazing. I always wanted to do High Treason. I really, you know what? And from such a high member in our esteemed history book. So it kind of mixes a little real life events with whatever narrative is being driven in the game. Um, In the trailer, we hear a discussion being had about Perseus, which is a code name for a supposed KGB spy as they're showing us videos of war in the background. So this is like narrated. Uh, Perseus is the large threat here or a Russian boogeyman or whatever. So after more discussion around the table, the doors open wide as they all address the president, Mm -hmm. Reagan. He is informed that the process is less than legal, but Reagan will greenlight this mission for you, regardless of the legalities, to benefit the free world, of course. And he goes on to explain why that's that's fine and all the bad things mm. they've already done to make it work. So what's what's one more illegality? So, uh, 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 okay, is all I said to that. Like, uh, okay, that's a thing now. Did they? Did they? Get the a- memes have been amazing, so I do recommend you looking those up because uh, you know. Whether you're a fan of the man or not, you, you may not like him. <laughs> did did they get a, a decent impressionist? Actually, I, I mean, the voice sounded pretty good. Uh, okay. Clearly, you know, obviously with CGI and everything, he mm. looked fine. But uh, with today's stuff, but yeah, it, it sounded it sounded pretty good. Okay, I'm just I'm curious <laughs> because it's it's been a while since I've heard somebody do Reagan. You know, it's just like that's yeah. true. You know, and the last one that I actually remember was like Bruce Campbell did it in Fargo. Oh yeah, that's right. That's he right. Played Reagan. Mm-hmm. Because, of mm. course, I would remember that. Of course you would. Uh, let's just do a couple of quickets. Okay. All right. Fall Guys is now the most downloaded PS Plus game ever. Nice. nice. Well done, guys. It was um, free and free is fun. But still, PS Plus, most downloaded ever. And free. <laughs> and free, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then an update on that charity drive. I still don't have a full winner yet. I think maybe uh, like... 
today, probably later on, mm-hmm. or tomorrow is the end of it, uh, today being Monday. Uh, but uh, there was a little controversy with this, which I, whatever. Uh, so it was, it involved Ninja, as always with this this guy, I don't understand. But the prize was, if you remember me saying last week, uh, that the highest bidder for the charity would win a skin of their brand in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there was a moment in time where Ninja was ahead by like, I don't remember, it was like $250,000, maybe $300,000, but a, a huge freaking chunk of money, right? Yeah. Um, and now we had some people throwing it around that if Ninja gets a skin in the game, I'm uninstalling. People were like throwing these huge Twitter fits about it. Um, to which I say, if you're really going to get pissed off about a guy getting a skin in a game who just donated hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to charity, of which are you doing, ma'am, sir, person deciding to bash online? And let's say you paid for the game. I don't know that they care. They already have your 20 bucks. So uninstall, buddy, if that's how you want to be about that. But but to all of the, the, the companies that have donated, it looks like they have raised so much money. And I think it's still so cool. Fall guys, well done, well done. I don't know if you saw it being this this huge and successful, but uh, well done. I didn't either. It looked like it would be a fun game that would have, you but know, to blow up, yeah, yeah. I, I never, I never expected it to be this popular. So maybe, maybe Fall Guys could be the Fortnite killer. Ooh, let's and start that rumor. A, I've already heard it. Yeah, a decent. I think, I think, Ninja said he was going to be a Fall Guys streamer. <gasps> What? Nobody's going to want to play it anymore. I know. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I hate for one individual so hard that, like, <laughs> I just don't get it. doesn't it. make sense. It doesn't make um, sense at all. The jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea of Thieves is getting dogs. Okay. That's, That's all I had to say. Just, that was announced. They're getting companions. <laughs> On a boat. Th- does, does that add some replay ability to the game? I don't. You could pet a dog, I guess. I mean, I, could I mean, get... like replayability is, I guess, on the player because it's just like an online multiplayer, find treasure, kill each other on the seas kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But now you're gonna have a dog to drown with you on your ship, Woo! I guess. <laughs> uh, Pax West finally uh, bit the bullet and announced that it's gonna be all digital this year. Um, Obviously, we had announced that they were kind of hanging on in the hopes, you know, back in March that mm. things would have turned around by September, but it is not. So yeah. uh, nice thing is, I guess now is that we all can attend, right? Uh, it was keeping its schedule on the convention, so they are going to still do it on the same days, it looks like, but way more than we've gotten before. So okay. uh, you can go to their website. It's going to be free. They're not charging you to get access to panels or anything like that. Um, so the the TLDR seems that they're going to be running a virtual shindig, as they called it, for <laughs> nine days, though, this oh, time. Wow. So nine straight days from September 12th through the 20th. And they are looking into ways that you can actually download the demos of the games, which is what we all usually go for, right? We want to get sure. our hands on those games and everything. And, and for me, it's just a pleasure to meet the developers. But it is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are going to put up, it sounds like they're trying to work on like a virtual showcase kind of situation where you can like go in like with your virtual self and like go to the booths and play the games and download them or whatever. So keep an eye on their site because it is a work in progress right now. Um, and that's how we're going to be doing, doing packs and probably all conventions from here to forth for all I know. I don't know. 
I mean, as, as long I'm as a negative me. Nancy these days, guys. I don't see anything turning around. This is the end of days. <laughs> I do. I do like the idea of giving fans a, a chance to demo the games because that yeah. is one of the draws to packs is to get to try these games that we wouldn't normally get to try or we don't even know anything about. And so important to the devs to yeah. get those games in front of your faces. Yeah. So if there's if there's any way to pull that off, absolutely. That's that's yeah. a great idea. Maybe. Uh, I mean, didn't they do that with with Steam? Like there was a something like yeah, that. For one? GDC, yeah, for GDC, they did yeah, yeah. Um, something like that. So yeah, hopefully, it looks like they might be doing it through their website the way it's articulated right now. But okay. it, it might end up being something like that. Um, sounds like they're still kind of talking to people and getting the logistics together. So okay. just uh, don't cut any deals with the Google Stadia because then no one will play your game. Continue. <laughs> Is that it? Is that a, is that a thing still? I don't know. I haven't even heard anything about it in a while. Exactly. I'm searching for news uh, daily, you know. Uh, but guess what I actually have for you today? What? I'd buy that for a dollar. I know. Look at me bringing back an oldie. <laughs> so, maybe you and I can remember the days of the Commodore 64s, right? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, I had them in my school, and it was a joy to get to play the paint program once in a while, maybe a little Oregon Trail if you were a good kid. It was basically a word processor, processor at least what I kind of used it for in school, but uh, maybe you wanted one growing up, and you never could because, you know, they were kind of expensive for the day and for what they mm-hmm. did, and you got to linger on, and all of the other kids who got to have one, and you were just super jealous. Well, guess what, Steven? I can sell you one now. Yeah, this is a full-sized reissue of the classic home computer that looks and functions almost exactly like the OG machine. All right, it comes preloaded mm-hmm. with 64 Commodore and the VIC-20 games. <gasps> And includes a joystick for you to be able to play with. Uh, it did replace the ports in the back with the USB instead of the old serial bus ports and all mm. that kind of stuff. Uh, which means you can load up your own games and programs if you like. <gasps> you can even write your own programs in mm. Commodore Basic just like the real thing. It does come with an HDMI port for 720 output though. So unfortunately you can't do like the big box monitors just for old nostalgia's sake. But... It does come out on November 5th. If you pre-order right now, Steven, what would you pay for this Commodore 64? Um, I'm going to say nothing, but (laughs) uh, uh, I mean, I I never cared for the Commodore. I mean, that's I didn't have an attachment to it. But in all fairness... I know some get people to play do. those old games, man. Like like back in the day. Yeah, I mean, how they it, were meant to be done. It's the same with Atari. You know, people had that fondness for Atari. Not, I, I guess, I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't. teach their own, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, it's impressive what you're doing. You got some games. You got, some... and it's not the mini one that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I want to say, just like I don't know if I cleared that up. Like we're talking the le- the legit full size box. Plus, you can write your own programs, which is mm-hmm. cool. So I feel like that would add some some price, uh, some some dollars on there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a gamble here. I'm okay. gonna go higher than I'm thinking, and say 130 bucks. Steven sold. $129.99! And I will pocket that penny! Damn it! 
Well done. Hi, thank you. In the history of I'd buy that for a dollar, has any of us gotten it basically on the nose like that? I mean, I'm going to say that's on the nose. Fuck the penny. We well, have I mean, dropped too many F-bombs today. We're going to have to have this with a with a warning. Uh, <laughs> the kids will get over it. Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure somebody, one of us, has had to have gotten it once before now. I feel like within a couple of bucks, yeah. sure, but on the nose like that, well done. Well thank done. You, thank you. It, it you just sounded right. a brand right. new one on November 5th. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those where, like, you could have easily saw 50 bucks or, like, 500 to rip people off for the nostalgia factor, you know? Mm. So I was actually, I was like, that actually sounds like a fair price to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could have even got a little bit more. Mm. But all right, let's talk more Gamescom. Okay. Why not? I don't Why know not? how much you got to see because I know, dang, life keeps yeah. taking you away. Um, I did I did kind of browse around on YouTube because, you know, the videos every day, yeah. they'd, they'd keep popping up. So if something caught my eye, I would definitely check it out. Um, I won't say that I watched a lot of videos because not everything did catch my eye. But That's fair, yeah. You know. But I, yeah. did, I did watch some, yes. Cool, yeah. Well, as you know, this is the first time it's gone all digital. So mm-hmm. uh, like many of the conventions that <laughs> I guess we're doomed to go to this year like this, uh, Jeff Keeley was back at the helm, hosted us through a series of game reveals. Again, like I think it's really cool that the whole team was able to pull something like this off. So uh, the first day kind of underwhelmed me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I watched as more Star Wars themed games were due to be released and remakes and reboots. Yeah. And I was just craving something new. Uh, we did get another look at some brand new games, of course, you know, mm-hmm. uh, eventually as the weekend went on. And uh, we're going to talk about, well, my favorites for sure. And then, of course, chime in if there was one that you had seen, you know, kind of go back and forth here. And hopefully we found some games that you might have missed unless you watched it live. Uh, but looking at Twitter only, a few made it to the mainstream is the way it's kind of looking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, let's talk about blazing sales and get this out of the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new, in quotation marks, pirate battle royale game where you can create your own unique ship and pirate. You can band together with your friends and command the high seas together as you navigate the seas for loot and weapons, resources, ship upgrades, you know, uh, the game stuff. Uh, what caught my eye about this one? The fact that it didn't really at first. Um, I missed the intro to the game. So when I sat down and I was continuing to watch, you know, Gamescom, mm-hmm. 100% thought I was watching Sea of Thieves. Yeah. yeah. It never even dawned on me that it could have been a different game. Same art style, same aesthetic. I mean, the water maybe upon further inspection might look a little different. Definitely the people did once I finally looked at their faces and stuff like that. But that's about it. And you know, when I discovered it was a different game... The next freaking morning, (laughs) when I saw people on Twitter posting the picture and the video, and that's when I went to rewatch. I'm like, yeah, that's the trailer I saw, but I missed them announcing what it was. So for basically 24 hours, I thought Sea of Thieves was getting a bigger Battle Royale version. And... and I still don't know the difference, really. BR, I mean, it's kind of... PVP and Sea of Thieves already. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All I got to ask is this. Does it have dogs? You know what, though? <laughs> that might be why Sea of Thieves is like, guess what we're going to do? Can you pet the dog? Can you? Can you? I'm actually curious if there's going to end up a lawsuit here. I mean, we reported about lawsuits about trees. Yeah. 
Trees. for games that never even got like a fully released trailer. Um, I just don't see how this would go. But I don't understand copyright law, obviously, because sometimes things happen that I just don't even think should have been illegal. And then the next time I turn around, something like this gets released and it's totally fine. So I don't know. Mm. I'm sure Microsoft is 100 percent aware yeah. um, at this point that this game is coming out. Um, and, uh, and if you go to their 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 Twitter, uh, the, the, the icebergs Twitter because they're the ones who came up with this game. Um, pretty much every announcement they have about the game is just a slew of people going, oh, Sea of Thieves, right? And tagging Sea of Thieves. And, oh, mm-hmm. hey, Microsoft, did you see this? And da 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 You know, they're all in your corner trying to, to help you out. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know what more to say about it than that. It's, it's, a, it's a clone, in my eyes, yeah. of Sea of Thieves when it took me 24 full hours to even realize I had watched a different game. Sure. I mean, and I uh, feel like I was paying attention. Yeah, I, I came into your stream, and, and that's what I thought you were watching. Of course, I was kind of in on the joke before I said <laughs> anything, but I was just like, hey, I'll just I'll play along. <laughs> this, is, this was a ridiculous. But uh, we did get a better look at 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which, which wasn't, you know, a new announcement. We were aware of this from, I think, E3 this year last year whatever it was um but it's still very intriguing to me um it still says a release date of this year so hopefully we'll get to play it soon um and if you don't know what game i'm talking about 12 minutes is an interactive thriller about a man who's trapped in a time loop and it has that really cool like a top-down perspective mm-hmm. uh the way the game is presented and its unique usage of time really kind of has me intrigued and i'm definitely one i'm excited but the new announcement or at least to me if other people knew it was news to me um announcing the voice actors in the game yeah so james mcavoy daisy ridley and willem dafoe so yeah. more good reasons to check out the game so that that actually made me want to play i was already on board sure yeah so that's kind of cool. You know, speaking of uh, those actors, all fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was I read this headline the other day, and uh, it it it's disappointing. I mean, very disappointing. Daisy Ridley said that uh, she's having trouble getting work what? after Star Wars. Oh. So why why are you going to treat these actors the same way you did the original actors, with the exception of Harrison Ford? But I mean, come on, man, she is talented. And I think people need to stop making the character they played the character of the actor. Yeah. We was... Like, I even remember, and I know this is way off, what was it, Boba Fett? Or what's it, what was the guy that, like, got death threats and crap for being a character nobody liked in the movie with the weird eyes? And see, I haven't watched oh, any Jar-Jar of the new ones. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude almost killed himself because yes. of these idiots. Like it's it's completely separate from the work that they do, mm-hmm. and just because you didn't like the movie, she probably still did a fantastic job with the script and everything she was giving. Yeah. Actors are merely props, people. <laughs> and I never had a problem with Jar Jar. I mean, I, I can see where people could get annoyed with him, but but to I attack just... the person who voiced him, no, freaking break, no. man! Like Jesus Christ, people! I mean, I have issues and beefs with certain actors, but. Sometimes I can overlook that and and enjoy their movies. Rarely do I seek their movies out, but right. I'm just, you know, you hear that they're a garbage person in real life and you're just like, I, I, I but see, unless they like 
murdered or do something like that. I'm like, I don't look into celebrities' lives at all. I don't care. I don't care. Did you entertain me? Did you do your job? Then fine. I mean, if you did something heinous, of course, like I don't want to support that, but they're not the only person in that movie. So you're hurting everybody. Yeah. No, I know. But I mean, the one, one I always kind of come back to, and this might be one of those actors, people like, how dare you? Russell Crowe. I can't get behind. I don't know why. (laughs) I I just, and, and, You know, I've heard things that he's done and stuff like that. And there's just something about him that I just, I'm not drawn to his movies or him. Mm-hmm. So anytime mm-hmm. I see him in something, I'm just like, eh, I'm already yeah. kind of done with it. That's yeah, So yeah. it's going to have to really find a way to draw me in because I'm just like, eh. but on the flip side, this is something I was kind of thinking about the other day. I, I hate when I forget how great an actor is and mm-hmm. I know that they're good. And I know that if I watch their movie, I will be entertained. But I just, I have to push myself. And like George Clooney, man, he's he's <laughs> such a great actor in everything that he does. Yeah. And, and I have to remind myself of that sometimes because his movies don't necessarily draw me in. Yeah, just like the genre he usually yeah. takes. Yeah. But yeah. then I know that when I watch it, I will be entertained. And I know the last time I watched one of his movies, I was like, God, this guy's a great actor, man. <laughs> but I forget about yeah. it because I don't watch his movies very often. Are you still holding a grudge about Batman? Let's be real. Honestly, I thought he did fine. <laughs> I mean, I've, I won't say that he was the best Batman, but I think he no, did. But just the script and everything all oh, around. Yeah, yeah, I think that, they did what they could with what they were given. That movie was a dumpster fire on so many levels, but I don't blame him. In fact, yeah. I, I felt like he was a pretty good Bruce Wayne. You know, get him out of the costume, let him do the Bruce Wayne thing. Yeah, charming, absolutely. Handsome. Yeah, so yeah. you got all those boxes for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, continue. Ex- I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, no, I mean, it, it, it interrupt me at any time if you had a game you mm-hmm. wanted to talk about too. Sure, you sure, know. sure. Uh, let's see here. Dragon Age, we did get to see a little bit, sort of, more mm-hmm. of, and I, it did make me happy to see that it was still being worked on because I feel like there was this huge gap of time where they announced and had that weird little trailer that to me didn't make like a whole lot of sense with what they were Mm. going for. So to hear that they're still doing it makes me happy. Uh, We didn't really get any new looks outside from like some stills and some screenshots and stuff. So proof that development is happening. Um, We did get a deeper talk with the team behind it though. And and, and that's where they showed us a few shots. So it's still very early in development, but enough time had passed again that I had started to worry about it. Uh, So it was nice to see. Uh, I just hope they do this right. I really do. The team did discuss how they are looking to innovate with new characters and concepts and Mm -hmm. will feature original wildlife and architecture. And there'll be plenty of places that you've never seen before in this series. So, uh, um, the story that uh, we know a little bit right now, we'll see an oppressed group of whomever, I, I would assume at this point, uh, struggling to survive against those that are in power. So, of course, no gameplay from everything that I've mentioned, but uh, it seems really early and shouldn't expect it anytime soon. I would imagine it probably will be a few years, honestly, right. uh, with the way games uh, go into production these days. But hey, it, it, they're still doing it. So I just hope they do it right. Sure. Please do not try to do anything from two, that atrocity. Surely they would have. Don't even count that in the series. It was so awful to me. I didn't even finish it. Could bring myself to, I was so pissed off and upset at the whole thing. (laughs) Because the first game is honestly probably like in my top five favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. And then then you made me cry with two. I was like, I was so excited. I'm like, what did you do to this thing? All right. Uh, 
So I'm going to complain for a minute. Okay. About The Sims. Like everyone else that is a simmer. Okay, I know. People are saying like, oh, the woman's talking about Sims. Yes, I am. So deal with it for a minute. So <laughs> everything Star Wars this year. I was just so <laughs> impressed when I was watching day one that like in a row – the Sims, Star Wars, Planet Batu, or whatever that tells you how much I really cared at that point, uh, was announced. Then we had another Lego Star Wars mm-hmm. game announced. And then we were talking more about Star Wars Squadrons. And you can tell they're nearing the end of their contract. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which is I think they got two years left. And holy balls, Batman, all these freaking Star Wars games. But... Either that or Disney bought all the devs while I wasn't looking. I don't know. But we are not at a loss for Star Wars over the years. Let's just say that. So EA is squeezing out those last few, it seems. And now The Sims was no different. While a majority of the community, of course, never asked for it. Um, I know people keep throwing around this poll that was made from Digital Spy. So just to be fair, that was not an EA-sponsored poll. It was not from The Sims team. So to say that like EA was supposed to pay attention to this poll and take it to heart... No, but it's still ranked the absolute dead last mm. out of 21 suggestions for a Sims pack was Star Wars. Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, I don't even know how to feel about it anymore. It just seems like it's another paid promotion that we see to reference Disney theme parks or what have you. So EA took some money and ran with it, disregarding all the things that have been asked for from the community for many years now, um, which is, you know, right out of the EA playbook anymore. Uh We've just been asking for bug fixes, man. Better skin tones for representation for people. Fix your damn babies. Like, there's just, like, things from the base game from five years ago. that, that Just asking for small things. And then you're going to give us a story-based pack on Star Wars in a life simulation game. If I may. Please. As a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, because we're on opposite. No, I know. The there, there are people very excited for this, and I am excited uh, for you. Well, like, there are. No, no, no. Don't be excited for me. I, I wanna, oh, I well, take I mean, this. The, the general you who play Sims and are excited for Star Wars. I, I, I do. I would. I want to kind of throw it in from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Since you are a Sims fan. I and am. you're not much Was, of a Star Wars fan, <laughs> if at all. Yeah. But, I like it fine. I don't seek it out. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm lifelong Star Wars fan. Grew up right. with it. Love it. I'll take it in any iteration, shape, or form I've got. I, I can have some criticisms, but I, I love Star Wars. Yeah, Point it's a blank. popular genre. Yeah, I yeah. love I love Star Wars. Um, so I'm excited for Squadrons to a point because EA is still behind it, and I'm still weary. That's always the yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Skywalker Saga collection. I love the Lego things. You're slapping yeah. Star Wars on it. I'm there. I'll play it. I, I you know that's already a sold, done deal for me. Can tell mm-hmm. you that. That yeah. I do like The Sims. I do like Star Wars. But I just don't... I've never wanted them together. You right. know? It's right. never been one of those things. It's like, you know what would make The Sims better? Star Wars. Dude. Mm-hmm. Dude. Uh-huh. Never never crossed my mind. So I'm, I'm really lost on this. And there may be Star Wars fans excited that it's... Oh, in there the are people excited. And unfortunately... <laughs> Those of us who are upset have been much louder and in greater numbers. So I do feel bad for those who genuinely just want to like be excited with other people who are too and work 
those people are kind of drowning them out. But. Right. And and I'm not to, I'm not saying that because I'm a Star Wars fan and I like Sims that I that other people out there have never thought or you know never wanted this to happen. Like this could be a match made in heaven for them that. I yeah. just I never thought about it, but I it, don't doubt that there are people extremely happy about. Yeah, this. so I'm not I'm not knocking you, but it is a very odd combination mm-hmm. of things because my brain has just never put them together. It's just you know it doesn't. I, it, it, maybe I'm speaking for me, but I feel like a majority of the fan base, especially those of us who have been with it since the beginning, like we like it because it's an open-ended life simulation game. Yeah. Uh, typically, overall, occult packs sell not as well. Sure. Like they've had vampire packs and werewolves and things like that that have been added and not necessarily to four, but just like the Sims over the years. And just on average, they don't do as well because I still think a lot of people want to play it just for the life simulation. Those are not mm-hmm. realistic things. Now, there are a lot of really cool storytellers that absolutely love those and become useful when they're making their own stories. Perfectly acceptable. It's fine. I just don't buy those packs. Yeah. I realize it's not for me and that's totally fine. But I understand why people would want it in their game for storytelling. A lot of people use it for storytelling. But like a, a story-based one in an open-ended RPG, or at an RPG, I was going to say just go play an RPG. Um, and you've already got such quality Star Wars games to go play. And just from watching the trailer, it doesn't even look like it's a new world that you can even live on. It kind of mm. looks like it's one of those vacation spots where you get to go visit. So I see ships. I don't know if they're usable, but I find it hilarious. They're in there before cars. Right. And uh, <laughs> like it, and we already had Star Wars costumes out the wazoo. We already had sabers. Granted, it wasn't a free-to-use um, animation. It was in the um, Get, a Get Famous pack, I think, where you mm-hmm. could be an actor. And so with that, there's sets that you can film. Like, you know, when the action's going and there's a space one in there and they fight with sabers and all this kind of stuff. So, um, I don't know. I feel like for the life simulation, we had the Star Wars already in check for those who wanted that in their game. It's easy enough to put a townie in these costumes and pretend that's what's going on. Because, And the reason why I don't think it's a livable area is because also in the trailer when they showed them building the house to look more scientific, it was in one of the base game villages. Right, right. So why wouldn't you have showed it off on Batu then if we were actually going to get to live there? So I'm not really sure what more it's going to add, but maybe a couple hours of something new till you finished whatever story they put and then the replayability is gone. Sure. And then you're going to try to play your life simulation and then an alien's just going to wander in your real life world. You know, like it just because the townies don't separate themselves. They're all just like randomly generated from whatever you've bought. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to have random aliens walking down the street. Guarantee if you try to like knock one up to have an alien baby they're just gonna come out looking like a human because it might be just a sim in disguise i don't know i might be speculating on all of that i'll eat my crow if i'm wrong uh but i'm just gonna wait to see what lgr says about it i'm sure he'll buy it Mm. good for him still chugging along (laughs) trying to make sense of the series um so basically what does this mean to me i can't wait for paralives to come out guys i hope that the the Paralives team, you're coming along well. I hope you find the people that you were looking for to keep filling out your roster and we get our hands on that and then do some damage. But as of this morning, on their YouTube of the announcement of The Sims Star Wars, we have 80,000 dislikes to 31,000 likes. Could have been hate bombing. I don't know. But when you're tweeting out the most anticipated Star Wars, uh, the, the Sims pack ever, and you look at those numbers, it just feels like it's falling on deaf ears. So EA, yeah. stop. Just stop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, <clears throat> they canceled Battlefront 2 and put it in The Sims. I just, anyway. 
Uh, another cool game that uh, that caught my eye, Unknown 9. Um, it, it, this was a world premiere, so this actually was brand new to me. Okay. Uh, it's just an action-adventure game from Reflector. Um, seems to be a narrative-driven game that features the protagonist uh, to be able to manipulate worlds around her and seeing them as specters of sorts that can't hurt her. Like, it was kind of like a brief, fun little trailer there, but it was enough to intrigue me. I want to keep my eye on it. So that's okay. really all I've got to say about it. Um, but Unknown 9, if you're into, like, narrative-driven games with, like, what looks like a little bit of a supernatural element to it, it, it looks like it could be interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, we got a better look at the Mafia Definitive Edition. We got to see quite a bit of it this time. So if you were, you know, looking forward to that Mafia 1 reboot, it's, it's looking good. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you can play it in less than a month. Like, it's coming out soon. Uh, the Gamescom showcase focused on the protagonist, Tommy, as he is introduced into the crime family. And a few differences we were told will be tweaked in the story and things like that from the first one. Because it is a different team, keep in mm -hmm. mind. It's the same team who did Mafia 3, but not the ones who did Mafia 1 from, like, way back then. Um, but it, it's kind of like how Capcom did with RE2 and 3. It's a complete overhaul. It's a brand new game. So, no, it's not one of those cases like they did with 2 and 3 where you get the free upgrade if you've already bought the game. This is its own thing. You're just going to have to rebuy it if you want to do the brand new version. Uh, but the tweaks to the story and stuff may only matter to you if you played the first one. I don't know a lot of people who actually did. It always seems like I know people who started with two, uh, which was a great game, but um, not a lot of people played the first one, so it may not even matter to you. I mean, I've uh, always been curious about those games because I've always heard about them and I've never played them. So I think you would like two and three for sure. One's old, so it didn't age well, but... But if they're redoing it, then now's a better well, time. Well, now you can play that one, yeah. yeah. So I'll have to give those a whirl at some point, I suppose. Yeah, I really like two. I actually think I beat two a couple times. And three was fine. Hmm. Like, I liked it. It was fine. It looked good. I liked the story. I really liked the protagonist and everything. But, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just not enough new for many other games that I had played at that point to, like, right. really stand out to me hardcore. But I enjoyed it for once through. Hmm. Um, did you get to see the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart I for did. PS5? I figured you might be pretty excited about that. We mm -hmm. got to see the two heroes chasing down Dr. Nefarious after falling through a portal and went right into combat. Uh, the demo also showed us a Rift Tether gameplay, mm -hmm. which lets Ratchet, I guess, reach hard to get to areas through like an interdimensional manipulation. <laughs> they, I <don't> Science. <laughs> Science. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, get somebody on here to explain that to me, but yeah. looks good. It looks really fantastic. I'm I'm so impressed with I guess this is one of those things that we didn't think we were gonna get to see, but then now that we're seeing it, we're just like, holy crap, this is what the next gen is actually doing is how the transition from what looks to be a cutscene, like a legit cutscene yeah. to gameplay goes and you're just like, Holy crap. I wonder how many time I'm gonna die because I didn't realize it started. Yeah, because it's <laughs> I mean, even now, you can kind of get a sense, even as good as it looks. And I know some, mm -hmm. some games, they do it, but you can kind of tell, like, a pre-rendered cutscene to a in-game cutscene. Right. And there's there's a little, like, it's, it's noticeable. You know mm -hmm. when you're in-game or, or not. But this, I mean, it looked pre-rendered, and then running, and I know it's not, but it's just, it's impressive. Yeah. And and Clank. It looks oh my really good. god. Like how 
reflective he looks. I know that's weird, but it's just no. Like, I did. Oh, yeah. As we kept even saying, like, how much better can it really get? How much better? I'm like, okay, all right. Little details. And I'm watching on my damn HD monitor. Imagine if I actually had, like, a good one. Yeah. It's just the the, <laughs> the details, little details that just make it even more immersive. It's things you didn't realize you, you wanted or needed. And, well, you didn't. You don't need it. But, you, you know, you're just saying, We know. We understand as gamers. We need it. Yeah. It's just <laughs> you look at it and you're just like, wow, it really does just the detail mm-hmm. little details that just make it even more immersive and look better than it has i never thought about those things but they do right we even mentioned it i think in the the transition between 3 and 4 how facial features became a little bit more expressive and right. you're just like you know what it's it's a little detail but it makes all the difference it really does so this is this is one of those things proof that just the littlest details can make a difference. I I I mean I'm excited for it. I mm. mean I'm gonna be sad because obviously I'm not gonna be able to get it for many reasons. You know, like when it when it's due out, I would imagine. But mm-hmm. I definitely I definitely want to get it. Sure, for sure. <laughs> At some point in my life. Um, but I'll kind of towards the end here. They also had some awards to dole out. Those were kind of the last of the games that kind of stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, IGN do does have a bunch of them on their page if you want to go back and watch some trailers for everything because they were the ones who took care of the U.S. side of things for Gamescom. So, um, if there was anything we just mentioned, or maybe you need to yell at me and be like, "Lace, you missed this fantastic game." Let me know, me. I'm put it tweet me like tell me I'm being silly. I'm overlooking things you love. Uh, but they also did some awards mm-hmm. uh the people had the opportunity to vote for their favorites through august 29th and some of the winners as voted by the fans so keep in mind this list won't include um a lot of the best of show we are recording a little early mm-hmm. um so i just refreshed to see but because <laughs> i could be any minute now because they were doing like cosplay or something um but the ones that we do have announced as of right now which i find very hilarious <laughs> okay because these games aren't even out but whatever. Okay, so best action adventure game went to Watch Dogs Legion. Did they even <laughs> show anything? I, I, uh, I don't remember. I seeing... don't understand because like a lot of none of I don't know. I I don't. I didn't see one trailer for them. I don't. They had a lot of like those little commercial things that kept putting stuff together. So maybe that counts. I mean, I did watch a lot. I didn't sit in front of it from start to end. I know I don't have a life, but I still had other things to go do. (laughs) So I might have missed it. To be completely fair to them, but uh, yeah, keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. Because I don't remember seeing anything. No, uh, the the best action game went to Star Wars Squadrons. Mm -hmm. Best indie to Curious Expedition Two. Best Microsoft Xbox game was Tell Me Why, which is actually out. So. Okay. Uh, best multiplayer game went to Operation Tango. Best Nintendo Switch game went to Little Nightmares 2. And best Sony PlayStation game was Cyberpunk 2077. And I think like two of those games on this list have actually released. So yeah. I'm not sure how this gets voted on. Like none of these people voting unless... Is this maybe I need to reread? Is they said viewers, but like, was it really just the games journalists, like the people who could have actually played these things? Yeah, it doesn't. None of it makes sense. We we didn't mention Little Nightmares too. Um, I'm. I'm, That's true. That That is a a little something that I I was intrigued by. It looks like Mm -hmm. co-op play and stuff like that. Does yeah. 
So I'm I'm a little I'm I'm intrigued. That yeah. does look interesting. That does look interesting. I think maybe like when I sat down to write this, I I was trying to think of the stuff that I hadn't heard about already. Mm-hmm. And it was like that that was what was interesting to me is like a lot of them weren't like brand new reveals. They had some exclusives and things that did, especially in the indie one. Right. That's the one I definitely recommend people to go and watch if you can. I think it was on IGN day three where they had like about two hours worth of just an indie showcase. And they really did kind of pack some trailers back to back. And there were some cool ones going on in there. Um, oh yeah. There's like paradise lost. looks like it might be a good one. Uh, there's tons on. of them. There, yeah. There's yeah. There's so many. I can't even go through them all, but um yeah, definitely watch that one because you know I'm always going to direct you to indie first. Hmm. And and there was another one. There was another game that I, I remembered that I wanted to bring up uh, since you're going through that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for, I don't know about the rest of uh, you or our listeners, but I'm excited because I'm a fan and I thought we, the series was done. And here they come back, Sam and Max in VR. Oh, yes. I yeah, was like, yeah. oh my God, Sam, I haven't seen them in forever. Yeah. And here they are in VR. That's just even That's better. That's going be fun. That was yeah. like a little icing on the cake. I mean, you could have just brought them back, and I would have been perfectly fine. But to do that little extra step, it's even better. So, yeah, yeah I'm excited. What was it? They called it this time. It's virtual. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, nice little way of their, yeah. their humor. So I'm excited for it. And it even sounded like the same voices came back, which are voice actors. Voice actors, yeah. So, the same voices came. The same voices came back. They just you know, they just wandered out game. of. Yeah. What's this little box? I don't get it. Yeah, but I'm excited um, for that. So I'm hoping yeah. it'll come to PlayStation because I, I don't remember them saying anything. They just said it was coming to VR, but yeah. they didn't specify anything beyond that. So wait till Facebook spies it or something and oh, puts it on God. Oculus. That'll make me angry. I know. I feel like that's all these companies do. I'm like, will you stop buying things I love? Gay thanks. Yeah. Uh, any other games come to mind for you? No, there, I, there's a really a lot, and and I wish we could cover every single one of them, but we would be mm-hmm. here for three hours. Um, I would I would definitely recommend going back. We were trying to hit on some of the highlights, and I, I feel like we're going to miss some because if we if we They're actually well, got a, yeah. a proper breakdown, because I'm even looking through some of the ones that came through, and I've I've got to go back and watch some trailers because I've, apparently I missed some. Yeah. Because some of these look really interesting, like something I would want to check out. So. I did wish list quite a few things, um, but it does look like by the time you're hearing this, you can go and check for the rest of the winners if that was something you were mm-hmm. even interested in seeing um, or or getting to know about. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, it was done pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt maybe a little underwhelmed at times because like every time I'm watching these things, I crave so bad for just something 100% brand new. And that's probably, again, why I gravitate more towards indie than anything mm-hmm. else. Like, I don't even know the last time I've played a AAA game, if I'm being honest with you. I just so much of the same stuff so um i like the brand new ideas and the you know obviously everything kind of can mock each other at this point you know but if you're putting a unique enough spin on it to make it your own um so i think with just like a slew of sequels and reboots and remakes and star wars and star wars and star wars and star wars like i was just kind of like i i I always crave something new out of these conventions but i'm not going to knock the convention itself i think it was done well um i think it was perfectly silly what it needed to be with the hosts and the announcers and you know i think they i think they really did put on a a put on a good show 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm going to hammer it home. Please go check out the Indie Showcase from day three because there was some really cool ones in there. Um, and But this is where I'm going to end today's piece. Uh, something that, again, call to action, I think you all should go check out. They did a really cute convention room floor for your virtual self to wander around in, talk to other people, players, and play games. Uh, this is a neat idea, and seeing as how it's uh, how the biggest fun for going to conventions, again, is getting your hands on the games. So now you can virtually wander around on the showroom floor and go play some games like you were at Gamescom and try to imagine you're there as best as you can. So um, I'll send you the link. Maybe we can link it in with the podcast directly to the Indie Arena booth. And uh, go get your hands on some indie games and yeah. see what you see what you kick up, man. Because there there are some cool ones in there, and I'm always going to send you there because I still think, especially today's day and age, they have the most unique gameplays and stories and stuff because they're not beholden to their suits up top, and uh, you're going to get some uh, better quality games, in my opinion. Right. In my opinion. So but links in the doobly doo. Links in the doobly doo. I didn't write the ending again, so I'm I suck. We're gonna see how well I remember this off the top of my head. Want to see? Right. Want to test yeah, me? Ahead. All right, cool. Yeah. On a day I've had like three hours of sleep over the mm-hmm. weekend, so let's see how good I. Am. But that's our show. Thanks so much for listening, Super Mega Crash siblings. Uh, do not forget that you can go to the Patreon, chip it a buck, Pencil and Paper Productions. You can also find the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Wherever you find your podcast, I think I actually remembered a good a good chunk of them. Wherever you like to listen to your podcasts, you can uh, do so. Yeah, also yeah. on YouTube.com forward slash Pencil and Paper Productions if you'd like to do that. And check out all of uh, Stephen's other stuff while you're there. Uh-huh. And, you can uh, also go to Instagram uh-huh. and view all of the weekly icon art that Stephen puts all of his time and love into. You can also tweet us at Super Mega Crash. Uh-huh. Or you can yell at us via email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. Hey, I got a call to action right here. So if anyone has listened thus far, since we're actually, since you just said If you've that, made it here. Yeah, <laughs> if, you've come, if you've come this far and you're listening to us talk about this, real quick, I just, I want one person, one person, one of our listeners, I don't care who you are, <laughs> one listener, send an email. I don't care if it says, hello. I don't care if it says, what's up. I don't care. Just one. I'm doing this because you begged for it. One listener, send an email. One, yeah. Please, that's all I'm asking. I don't care who you are. (laughs) Roll the dice, doesn't matter. One of you, just send an email, and it can say anything at all. Just please. So I'll read it next week. I just want to know that you're out there. That's all I'm saying. Those who who stick around till the end. Well, thanks for doing the podcast with me, Uncle Dan. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we should just leave no context for the listeners and just be like, well, that was weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, But thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey Finley. I am Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.